The following message was brought to you by the gifts and love offerings of the people of Rancho Baptist Church in Temecula, California. This message was recorded during our regular Sunday morning worship service. It's been over 50 years since Jim Elliott and Nate Saint first ministered to the Wadani people in the jungles of Ecuador. We just had a group of RBCers give back from a short-term mission trip in Ecuador, ministering to these people, led by our youth pastor, Shane DeLisi, and our college associate pastor, Eric Keeling. Today we're going to take a break from First Peter and hear from them and see how the Lord has used them to minister to these people. Let's join them now. One of the main themes we saw in our, uh, we soon found out it wasn't a trip, it was an experience. And uh, the trip word is not used on mission things like this with our missionaries. It's an experience because what we learn in the jungle, what we learn on our, on our experience, they're really pushing that, yeah, we're two weeks in Ecuador, but what are you going to bring home? The first night we talked about home already. Um, we got into our debrief at night and all of a sudden they talked about home. And for some of us, we're like, what? No way. You're already talking about home. Uh, why are you talking about home? Because we're excited to see what God, the fruit that God's going to do in our lives and has done as we bring it home to RBC. And then as we continue to live our lives at school, family, you name it. God's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to bring back home? What are you going to allow me to do in and through your life? So we're excited about that. One thing that God has, has done in my life through this trip, and there was a, there was a breaking point, so to speak, during our trip where uh, Jonathan touched on it a little bit, where you realize you can't do God's work on your own strength, on your own power. It has to be the Lord working in and through you. And so there was one night... Uh, at least where we sp- split up as guys and girls, and um, it was kind of a breaking point night, kind of saying, wow, I'm selfish. I can't do this work on my own. God, it's not about me. It's all about you. And there's that reminder, God, I can, I can do a week kind of on my own strength, but then there's that breaking point where I realize, and I see the ugliness of my heart and sin, and I go, I can't do it without you. And that was a night for us, and I remember it distinctly out in a dirt a uh, little dirt field where they played uh, soccer, us guys in a circle, and we're just kind of saying, guys, what's going on? How can we be praying for one another? Tristan was mentioning, man, I just, I want to experience God's joy as we serve. And, and as a couple of us mentioned, our selfish hearts came out, even my own. I'm like, ah, so selfish, wanting to play soccer and, uh, and wanting to be in rather than have some of our other guys play. And that's selfish. And it was an ugliness of heart. And uh, it was a more of a refocus night for us. And Jonathan also mentioned something that was really good this morning is, here in America, here in the States, it's so easy for us to rely on our own strength, isn't it? You wake up daily, the dependence on the Lord is, is nowhere to be found. It's so easy to wake up and say, I got it, Lord. When I need you, I'll call on you, but I got it okay right now. Until something really hard happens or really devastating, or really challenging, then I'll call upon you. Would you agree to that? So easy to live for self. So easy to say, Lord, I'll call you when I need you. And the unfortunate thing is we're missing out on the blessings that the Lord has for us each and every day because we tell God, I I have it from here, I'll I'll call you when I need you. That's one thing that God really spoke to my heart. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 14 and 15. This morning, I pray that you'd be willing to be challenged through God's Word. I want to show you how God has been working in my heart over the past few weeks. 
If you had a title of a sermon, if you wanted one, no longer, no longer live for yourself. No longer depend on yourself. Because that is not the Christian life at all, depending on yourself. It's far from what God calls us to do as believers. So 2 Corinthians 5, 14-15 says this, For the love of Christ controls us, having concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. And He died for all, so that they who live might no longer live for themselves, but for Him who died and rose again on their behalf. Real quickly this morning, I don't have much time, but we want to share with you through God's Word. Paul first introduces the subject of the love of Christ as a constraining force within his life. If you guys know Paul, the Apostle Paul, you'll realize that he always goes back to the cross of Christ, doesn't he? He says, not, it's not about me, it's all about Christ, it's all about the cross. Whenever Paul talked of the love of Christ, he was thinking of one thing. What was he thinking of? The cross. He was thinking of the cross of Jesus Christ. God has showed His love for us by sending His Son to die for yours and my sin. God said, this is how I want to show my love on display. And whenever God wants to declare His love for you, He always declares it through the cross. How often do you think of the cross? And you're amazed by God's love for you. How often do you think of that? I'm going to read 1 John 4.10. Listen as I read. And this is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. This is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us first and sent His Son. And what did His Son do? He died on the cross for us. It's amazing. For the glory of the Father. And then Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates His own love towards us that in while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. What extreme love that God would have for us. And it always goes back to the cross. And always, God's love for you is tied up in the death of Jesus Christ. Isn't it? You, you think about God's love, what else do you think of? His Son dying on that cross for your sin and the grace that is poured out on your life so that you would no longer live for yourself, but you would live for Him. Isn't that amazing? So oftentimes we think that life is about us. So oftentimes we go on a mission trip and we think, oh wow, I'm an American, I have so much to give. They're going to benefit so much from me. But then you go and you visit people in a deep jungle in Ecuador and you realize they have so much to to offer me. My sin and my selfishness is being exposed. God, do your work and change in me so that when I go back home, I won't be the same as I was before I left. We have a group going to Papua New Guinea. I'm excited, not for what's going to happen in Papua New Guinea, which is very exciting, and what God has been doing, but we're going to celebrate with them God's Word being translated into their language. But I'm more excited to say, wow, what is that team going to bring back home? And how is God going to move and work in their heart? I'm excited about that. And Paul and these people, they never thought of the love of God apart from the cross because that is God's demonstration. His supreme demonstration of His love that He would send His one and only begotten Son to die 
on the cross and to, to rise again, to conquer death so that you and I may no longer say, God, yeah, thanks for the cross, but I'm going to continue to live my life the way I want to until I really need you. Does that speak to you this morning? definitely speaks to me as I wake up in my nice comfortable bed from sleeping on wood floors. I go, Lord, this life is not about me. How will you want to use me in proclaiming your love? How would you want to use me to, to continue to encourage my heart to live a selfless life? One that says, man, Lord, I, I don't have anything to offer you. You have everything to give me. And I want to glorify you with my life. 2 Corinthians 5, 14, 15. Let's read it again. For the love of Christ controls us. Does the love of Christ control you this morning? Some translations say compels us. This love of Christ controls us, compels us. Having concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. And he died for all, so that they who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and rose again on their behalf. It's all about God's glory. It's not about you. It's not about me. And the sooner we get that through our thick skulls, the more God says, I want to I use your life. And I don't want you to live for yourself anymore. It's one thing that God's been really exposing in my heart. Shane, don't live for yourself anymore. Allow me to change you. Allow me to break you. Allow me to challenge you. Allow me to expose the dark areas of your heart that need to change. And if you're willing to do that, I'm going to challenge you and I'm going to call you to not live for yourself anymore. Where are you at this morning? Are you depending on yourself as you wake up every morning? Are you depending on your own strength? Or are you really saying, Lord, my life has been bought at a high price, and that is your Son, Jesus Christ, and therefore, I'm going to glorify you with my body. I'm going to give you everything I have, because what I have to offer is not much at all. It's only by the the power of your Holy Spirit living in and through me that I could even praise you, that I could even worship you, because of what your Son, Jesus, did on that cross. Guys, if you're willing to say, Lord, come and change me, that I would no longer live for myself, it's going to be a little ugly. I thought I had a pretty good heart going down to Ecuador until I started living in the jungle for nine nights and ten days. God's like, hey, let me flip over your heart on this side and let me, let me show you how ugly it is. The selfishness that is there. Shane, you're not living for me, you're living for yourself. And I'm calling you to come and change and live for me. That you no longer live for yourself, but live for me. Where are you at this morning? God's been doing a great work overseas. And I'm excited, team, that we're going to bring that home and what fruit God's going to reveal to us here. So pray with me this morning. Father, it's, it's amazing to see your work happening. It's amazing to know that you don't need us. It's amazing to know that your, your plan and your will will always come to fruition. Lord, it's all about you. You are sovereign and full control of all things, Father. And we, we humbly come before you knowing, Lord, that it's so easy here to depend on ourselves. It's so easy to look to ourselves for, for what we need rather than to be totally dependent 
and surrender our lives fully over to you. Lord, even through this morning, may we realize that you're calling us not to live for ourselves, but to live for you. Father, it should be that love of Christ as we remember the cross, even this morning as we remember what he did. Lord, as he conquered death, that we would live not according to our power, Lord, but to you, to your power, living and moving and working in us through your Holy Spirit. May you come and speak boldly to us, Lord, continually throughout our day, revealing those areas where we need to surrender and hand over to you, Lord. Thank you for your word that speaks truth, Lord, that refocuses our hearts, that shows us the ugliness of sin. Thank you for your forgiveness and your grace and your mercy that is always there to forgive, Lord, that we can continue to grow in our relationship with you. Praise you for this morning. Praise you for the work that you've done and that you continue to do. May you continue to just prune us as a church. Lord, that we would bear much fruit here at RBC and here in the valley. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for being with us today. It's always a pleasure to serve you with this CD ministry. Here at Rancho Baptist Church, our mission is to glorify God by making disciples who love God, love others, and live to reach their world for Christ. And if you have any questions regarding this sermon, or just perhaps knowing God in a deeper way, don't hesitate to give us a call. Our phone number is area code 951 676-2911 or you can reach us on the web at www.ranchobaptistchurch.org that's www.ranchobaptistchurch.org have a great day in the Lord and God bless you as you continue to walk with Him